Welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show! Greetings, Minivan Mafia! Lauren and I are longtime friends from Chicagoland that love getting together to chat about life, kids, family, and beer. Each week, we'll feature a brewery and sample at least two of their beers. We'll also discuss a variety of topics ranging from parenting, pop culture, travel, marriage, and just about anything else that comes to mind. Welcome, everybody. We took a tiny little break last week, and we're back with you guys this week. It was just too much excitement having so Jeremy. Many things, so many things going on. Yeah. Start of summer, so many things. Exactly. Yeah. So, But we're back, and Yay. we're going to try to you know, keep things going this summer and mm-hmm. try some good beer and talk about our crazy lives yep. and how things affect us Ooh. and... This is no exception. Mm-hmm. We're going to drink uh, from a brewery that I'm kind of surprised we haven't had yet, only because, you know, I've actually had beer from this brewery before. Yeah. Great Lakes Brewing, which is from Cleveland, Ohio. We did we, a number of Ohio beers, too. I was going to say, so we did a little jaunt out did. that way Not when I one, picked though. up my car, because my husband yeah. did a little road trip through Ohio, and we did not hit Great Lakes, mm-hmm. which is weird. But we're going to do it, now we're going to make up for it. So we're going to drink... Tropicoastal, <laughs> a tropical IPA, if you couldn't have guessed that from the name. Yeah, yeah. We <laughs> so decided start there. S- to, to go back to some IPAs. It was just, you know, you know it's been a long week. And, we deserve uh, it. Yes. You know, it's our favorite. <laughs> I think that's pretty obvious. Yeah, and, like, sometimes I just want to, like, maximize my enjoyment. You know, sometimes it's like a comfort food, but it's a comfort beer. You a know? comfort beer. Right? I love beer. that. I love that. <laughs> it's a, such a beautiful sentiment. Sentiment. <laughs> That's what we're doing right now. Comfort beer. Oh yeah. All right. So Great Lakes Brewing Company. Yeah, tell me uh, about them. They're actually the oldest um, like craft brewery in Ohio. So weird thing. Like breweries were around for a long time, and then a, they weren't as popular. So a bunch of them closed before this like big, huge craft beer revival. Sure. You know. And so they actually opened in 1986. Oh. So they've been around for. Whoa. For a while. That's a long time. Yeah, in the craft beer world. It's definitely it's a long time. It's an extremely long yeah. time in the craft mm-hmm. beer world. Yeah. So they, uh, two Irish-American brothers, Pat and Dan, um, they actually recruited two former brewers from um, Christian Schmitz, which was the last of Cleveland's operating breweries, actually. It was based out of Pennsylvania, but they had a production facility in Cleveland, and it closed in 87. So Whoa. they kind of stole their brewers and opened up uh, Great Lakes Brewing. Um, You know, they wanted to develop beers in the style that the Conway brothers had enjoyed during their European travels. So they started with um, a lot of lagers. So some of their their first ones were were really lagers. They produced less than a thousand barrels of keg beer their first year. They hand bottled their second year. Um, But then they created a lager called the Dortmunder Lager and actually wound up winning gold medal at the great american beer fest three years in a row in the early 90s oh, so wow. like they started 
they started small and then they got really popular, you know? Sure. So um, demand grew uh, in, in the 90s with the popularity and the, you know, notoriety from winning gold medals. It's going to yeah. get you more noticed. Um, they moved to a bigger, they moved production to a new location. They actually kept the brew pub and tasting room, but they moved production to a new location, which was an old department store. Um, they've since moved on from there, but they kept that building in as well, which they call the beer symposium, um, which you can rent for events, for private events. They do tastings, they do classes, um, all kinds of different. There's like a visitor center there to learn about their history. Uh, so they, they still have multiple different kind of buildings around the Cleveland area. Um, but not in the same purpose as they were when they first started okay. so you know I they've like been that around idea, though yeah you know repurposing and keeping is kind of nice yeah. you know rather yeah. than just kind of like waving it off <laughs> well you know and what's interesting is so like they actually i was going to say this later but they're um they're very interested in sustainability in general so like okay. they're super into recycling and composting they have a restaurant on site they compost all of their leftovers from the restaurant they give their used barley to local farmers and bakeries in the area um they've also developed they've outfitted their some of their trucks for biodiesel and they actually use leftover vegetable oil from the restaurant to help with food deliveries in their trucks. so they're hugely into like (laughs) reuse recycle all of that stuff um they in the early 2000s they founded something called pint size farm but then a couple years later they joined a collective to form the ohio city farm that is supposed to be or thought to be one of the largest urban farms in the whole country um and they use that to grow different things but super interesting so they are really into all of that sustainability and reusing things in general so not just their buildings like across the board um so yeah so then they they continued producing uh in their where's the beer symposium now through much of the 90s before actually growing outgrowing that space as well and they moved to their current location um which was once an old brewing company long ago it was the leonard schlather brewing company which was a brewery that opened in like the eight mid 1800s whoa uh went through prohibition um and i think right around pro or up to prohibition i think right around there is when they shut down so it was a old building um you know old production facility and that's the building that they are currently in again reusing yeah (laughs) um when they first started they hand delivered beer to their local markets um they hand delivered it refrigerated and they actually delivered them in coolers two places like so they would like give a used cooler so they gave a used cooler to their first retailer which was west point market in akron ohio um and they wanted to deliver things fresh and they thought cold was the best way to do that so uh which is great i I agree i mean that's how i drink it um but there's not a lot of places that delivered it in that manner most of it's just room temperature um which makes a lot of sense because it's cheaper to do it that way but they felt like they needed to be delivered how it should be consumed so i like um, that they started that way yeah so you know they continued to grow by 2010 they actually had surpassed a hundred thousand barrels so when they started it was less than one thousand barrels wow and by 2010 it was over a hundred thousand barrels which is ridiculous growth yeah um wow so in 2018 it's cool they introduced an employee stock ownership plan so now their brewery staff 
are actually staff uh, employee owners of oh. the company. Um, nice. So kind of cool. I like that. Yeah. Um, in 2020, they launched their first canning line, allowing them to distribute further, which is probably why we can get this here. I was going to say, we got <laughs> two cans on the table. Yep. I bought them from my local bottle shop. So it's, you know, they their distribution's growing larger mm-hmm. and larger. Um, yeah. So pretty cool. Sadly, uh, they did launch a line of seltzers like everybody else Ew. last year. Gross. I've heard of them. They're ranch water. Um, and I have heard better things than some of the other larger seltzer places. I have never (laughs) had them, so I cannot speak to if they are actually any better than the other ones. I'll withhold my ill We're not drinking those tonight. So we're drinking IPAs because there are comfort beers, and that's what we need right now. Yes, that is perfect. Great Lakes Brewing Company. Yeah, 1986. I was like, oh, I didn't realize they'd been around for that that long. That is up there in the craft beer world. That's Mm -hmm. crazy. Yeah, at the time, they actually were the first brew pub and microbrewery to open, um, and they really... Uh, in Ohio, in all of Ohio, they really helped revive kind of the Cleveland area. That's awesome. Um, so that's really cool. Yeah. So it's a pretty pretty cool story. Pretty cool place. It's been around for a while, and they've done really well for themselves. Yeah. So, all right, cool. I'm gonna drink Let's this drink uh, Tropic Coastal. Coastal. Tropical IPA. Make a splash landing into paradise. I a gotta happy say, hideaway. I really like it. Mm. It's crisp and clean and Ooh. simple. It's like not too bitter, but it has a, a little, little bit bite to it. Like a at the little end. bit of bite right on the finish. Yes. I think it's just like Ooh. it's exactly what I needed. That's how I would describe it. It's, it's exactly really a what perfect I needed. IPA. Yeah. This is this totally solid. If the, if all their beers that are that matching to the style that they're doing, like this is really good. I know. It's very very good. I'm really happy with this. Yeah. So we started off great. Fantastic. Right? And now we're going to switch over and we're going to talk mm-hmm. about well, we're going to talk about silver linings, right? I, I mean, like yes, yes. That's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about the silver linings of the virus that will not be named. I will not say it. I've, I've said it enough times in my lifetime that I'm done talking about it. What good has come from our situation and the, the bad place? Being in the bad place, there's got to be some good stuff, yep. right? Because you won't feel the bad if you don't have good. Yep. Agreed. Right? Good point. Yeah. So you won't feel bad so if you what didn't good, have good. What good has come out of... The last couple of years. So I kind of inadvertently broke this up into two (laughs) categories. And I didn't mean to do this. But when I initially was thinking about this idea of like, what were the good things? What were the silver linings? Mm -hmm. I thought of like conveniences. And for example, a big one that you and I have talked about before is theater rentals. (laughs) Which I just rented one for Friday. (laughs) I just had one for two weeks ago or whatever. I love it. It's fantastic. I love it. It is like $200 Mm -hmm. and you can have 30 people. And if you have a family plus maybe one other family, you've paid for the theater. It's great. I love it. And it's convenient and Mm -hmm. comfortable and it's laid back. I I don't have to worry about my oldest like walking around or making noise or whatever he's doing because it's just us. Yes. So it's great. Can take your kid to the bathroom. They can talk to their friend during the movie. 
You can do whatever. I love you can it. zone out on your phone if you don't want to watch the weird kids movie you're yeah, going and there's to. There's no strangers sitting around being weird and yeah, it's great. No, I love it. It's That's... just all upside. Yes. Just all upside. Totally. <laughs> I love the theater rental. That is like a huge blessing. Yes. I will never That's... if they stop doing it, I will be very sad. I also yeah. did learn a little bit of a trick Ooh. with the theater rental that I'm gonna share with you. Mm. I discovered that Costco sells gift cards for my local theater, and they sell $50 gift card for $40. Oh, so you can save money even that way. So I save money. That's (laughs) fantastic. It's a great idea. Honestly, <laughs> I've rented I've rented numerous theaters now over the last couple of years, and not everyone knows you can even do that. Oh, like, yeah. A couple of my friends are like, "Oh, that's a thing," and I'm like, "It's totally a thing." Yeah. But and they're like, like "Oh, common. how much is it?" And I was like, "If you get enough people, it's actually cheaper than it paying is. for a ticket. One hundred percent is. So, like, I think it equates at least the one I just rented. It equates to like eight bucks a ticket or something." Which I don't even know how much a, a movie ticket is nowadays, but I think adults is more than that. Oh, like absolutely. Like 10 50 or it's something? Like way more. It so, depends on the day. Uh, That's the crazy thing. Uh, I went to see a movie with a friend of mine and we went on a weekday ooh. and it wasn't too bad. So like a Tuesday. It was like, it was like a Tuesday or a Thursday but like or something. Friday, like new releases. It's got to be like 16 I'm bucks. Sure it I'm is. not exaggerating. So I did the math because we we're going to see Dominion because my kids are obsessed. And it literally, it's like eight bucks yeah. if we get people to go. And even if we don't get people to go, I don't even care because it's totally worth honestly, it. Honestly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would honestly be content with going yeah. with just my family sure. and possibly a like couple us, people. A couple people. Yeah. It's Your family and my totally family, I would, perfect. I would totally run a theater for that every time. Every time. Yeah. yeah. I'm totally doing this. I hope they never get rid of it. I would, yes. I will do <laughs> On it. On the top of monthly. my list of things <laughs> that have come out of this pandemic is So that's that. a good one. That's a I really good it. one. Love it. Uh, yes. You mentioned curbside pickup. <laughs> I think you use curbside pickup more than I do or did, maybe. But I, um, ho- I still do. Last week I did it. Yeah. Yeah. My kids don't want to get out of the car because. It's so great. Yeah. Ugh. I like it at Target. I do that. At, I, know, I actually was at Target the last time yeah, I did it. Yeah. I know that um, Target's kind of had those like parking spots for a while, mm. but I never used like the parking spot. I always just like went into the oh, counter and got my and stuff. got your stuff. And now in the yeah. last two years, mm-hmm. I have definitely done the thing I where I just check in on my phone. And they put and it And they just in. put it in there. It's great. And that's pretty awesome. Yeah. And everybody does curbside even my shop had an option for you to call us when you arrived if the you didn't want to come in the liquor store you can curbside I pick know. up like that's, that's bomb literally and it's great because like today my my twins were like you're going to the beer store mom and i was like yep yep, yep we are <laughs> i'm like but i know what i'm getting <clears throat> but yeah like I think if it's just me, I don't mind running into a store. Sure. But when I have all three kids with me, it's hard. It's so much easier to order it online. And Target, I love because it's ready in like an hour. I know. So like right? if I need a birthday it? present and it's there, it's like order it. You could even pick out a card and they just bring it to your car. Yeah, and it's right. Fantastic. When we went to your kid's birthday party, that is literally how it played out. Yeah. Like it was Great. just like let's. Mm-hmm. It's ready to go. Let's go. Yep. It's it's it perfect. perfect. I know. I'm all for that. So that is another thing that I am. Has, it's just, it's made my life easier. Absolutely. No matter what 
the situation we're in, the world is it's in. made my life easier. So Absolutely. I'm, again, all, all for that as well. In the same vein, mm-hmm. I would like to add to-go meals from restaurants. Oh. Uh, I, we did this off and on when things were like kind of super locked mm-hmm. down. Yeah. But even more recently... My husband and I, we had our floors redone in our house. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And so we weren't cooking. Yeah. But we didn't want to just eat, like, fast food yeah, every night. Yeah, you don't want McDonald's Because that'll Burger kill King you. Six days, yeah. So there was a couple of times mm-hmm. where we ordered food from a restaurant, and we just weren't feeling like going out. We don't want to go oh, out totally tonight. Get it. Yeah. But we do want to eat a nicer meal. Yep. Yeah. And we ordered to-go meals from restaurants. And it was really nice to be able to just, like, they pack it all up for you and you just open so it So much and more eat. common now. Like, obviously, you could – there's a lot of places that did carry out before and that was a mm-hmm. regular occurrence. But, you know, even places that deliver, you know, like the Uber Eats, Grubhub, DoorDash, Postmates blew up in the right. last few years. Yeah. And – um, there were there were always some options, but I feel like more uh, there's so many more choices now. Yes. So before you could get Chinese food, pizza, and Mexican. Like there were there that weren't as many. Yeah. Now I mean you can order so many different things. Anything basically for takeout. Anything. Almost every, pretty much everything you can get takeout now. You have a good chance of looking up a restaurant you like mm-hmm. and finding out they deliver in some yes. fashion. Yeah. Then the other way around, yes. being like, I mm-hmm. want Chinese, and yeah. then going the other direction. We where, get sushi delivered yeah. like on a regular basis. Even if we just like, even if my husband and I are just sitting after the kids go to bed, and neither of us want to leave the house or the couch, like we've ordered Cold Stone, like ice cream delivers. Sure. And I don't even nice. have to talk to you. You just leave it on my bench, and I yeah. like there's I don't even have to do anything. There's no nothing required of me other than sitting on my phone and ordering it, and which I'm sure has made a lot of people gain some weight, but. It's also incredibly right? convenient because life is hard and kids are hard and, and everything. Ugh, and I know that. it's just nice that you we have more options now for conveniences, right. which is which is great. Um, you know, th- those are lots of different things. One of the things for me personally, which I've, I know a lot of people are in the same boat, is that there's a lot more work from home options. Sure. And obviously yes. not everyone like my husband's you know, a fireman, he can't work from home. That's not an option. But for us, we had toyed with the idea of letting people work from home maybe one day a week or maybe once in a while. And it jumped to, we've been working from home for the last two years. And I still do go into the office every week, but it's much more reasonable for people to work from home. And it's made my childcare situation infinitely easier. And it's made you know, a lot of different things for me, much easier being able to do that and being much more flexible. I think overall, a lot of workplaces have realized they need to be more flexible and more understanding. Well, and it's funny that you mentioned this specific thing because it kind of carries over into my other little category Mm. of um, silver linings that came Mm -hmm. out of this. And I feel like people give each other more grace now. Mm -hmm. They... We have more patience for each other. We just, you allow for life to be a part of this experience. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I deal in a business where we try to meet really tight deadlines when Mm -hmm. we get orders from customers. Mm -hmm. And there are times where a customer will call me and be like, what's the status of my order? And I'll be like, you know, 
Supply has been a huge is- issue yeah. lately. We were waiting for material. It just came in today. I'm trying to stay on target with your order, yeah. but it might go out tomorrow instead. Yeah. And five years ago, if I had said that to a customer, they would have screamed at me and slammed down the phone. Yeah. And now people are like, oh, you know... It happens. I get it. Everyone's more got supply understanding. issues. Understanding. Yes. yes. And yeah. I feel like this whole situation mm-hmm. has caused people to be that way. Flexibility with employers, mm-hmm. letting people have more scheduling flexibility or location flexibility. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, true. Just having a little demand. more humanity in general, yes. I feel well, like. Well, and this, this is kind of what I mean by the grander sense. In yeah. the grander sense, I think the up, one of the upsides has been that we've become a little bit more considerate. Yeah, no, and I agree. I know there are people who would maybe argue that not everyone behaves You're that way. You're never going to get 100%. I'm just going to be willing to take incremental changes. But <laughs> on the whole, my experience in this regard has been pretty good. Yeah. I, you still run across the occasional you're, irrational person. Always going to. Yeah. But if we can incrementally be better to each other, then that's a, a win in my book. Absolutely. So, yeah, you know, um, another thing in terms of like work is I feel like in my careers um you know a couple places that I have worked whenever I'm sick or I call in sick or people call in sick like they feel guilty about it yeah and I feel like this has given people a a reason to be like I can't come in yeah like I'm not and I can't I have an employee this week actually her daughter has COVID and she's like I won't be in until next week I can't send her to daycare for five days yeah and I was like all right We'll talk to you on Monday. Like, what there's are you gonna do? no That's, questions. This like, is there's the situation. This is what it is, and I, I'm, I would have been fine with it anyways. But I feel like it gives people that like feeling like it, it's okay. Like, it's okay if I stay home sick. Like, there's right. a lot of people that literally would go to work sick no matter what because right. they felt like they had to. Yes. And with this, I feel like you, it made people take a look at the fact that like. No, you you shouldn't do that. Like no. if you're even if you don't have it and you're just sick, you, you should, should just, just stay, stay home. home. I was gonna no. say the same exact no. thing, and almost kind of from the counterbalance of that, and say that, you know, employers giving people grief for taking time off, or employees feeling guilty about taking yeah. time off for illness, like, is. Also, from the perspective of having consideration for people mm-hmm. where you're sick and you don't want to get other people I don't want to be sick. around anyone that's yeah, sick. Just don't, you know, I remember you can go home. <laughs> going to work really mm-hmm. sick. Oh, yeah. Years oh, ago. Oh, for sure. Really sick. Like yeah. barely hanging out. I get it. And, and, uh, and there were times where other employees were like, kind of hesitant to be near me right, and everything. because they know you're sick. <laughs> and I would get like, come on, whatever, you know. Right. And nowadays, you would never react that way no. to somebody like being like, dude, you should go home. Like you would just go, yeah, you're yeah, probably you're right. Probably right. Yeah. Go home. But like, that's shouldn't be probably here. how it should have been and never was. So like that made us kind of reassess that mindset of, oh, wait, like this is not, also work is not my life. Like well, yeah. I need to get better and um, that should be the priority. My health and other people's health yes. matter. Yes. And, and that's yeah. great. That's a huge bonus. I think so. This. I really I do. So. Also, people wash their hands more now. Oh, geez, I feel right. like that was never a thing. Like people just <laughs> had less regard for it their does own. does <laughs> make it a lot easier for me to talk my kids into washing Ooh, their hands. Good call. Good call. Uh, because I can yeah. be like, you know, people get sick when they don't wash their hands. And I have 
actual evidence of that yes. <laughs> to show them. So now, yeah. which I know you can argue, I could, I would have had before. Sure, of but course. now it's so yeah. But they it, feel that, <laughs> so you can uh, use it. Yes, to your now, benefit. On the, I'm going to use this to my benefit thing. There, I, I feel like there's two. There's a positive for two different ways. So let me explain. So we've had a lot more time with like our immediate family. Mm -hmm. You know, we for a while, like we spent more time with our kids. You know, maybe we I I didn't pick up any hobbies, but some people did. I know some people who started crocheting or different things like I I didn't do any of that. But I did spend a lot of time with my kids and we watched a lot of family movies or we, you know, played games of chess or whatever. So like that's a nice thing. But on the complete opposite side, if there's family members who I didn't actually want to see, I totally had an out to be like, oh, sorry, one of my kids says this. And I know that's horribly using it for a bad reason, but it gives nobody questions. It gives you an easy like, I can't make it because whatever. And good, bad, or otherwise, it's, it's something that... You can utilize to say, I don't really want to spend with time with my third cousin's brother, who I see once a year, and I have just I'd rather sit at home with my kids and watch a movie. So I'm going to do that to do that instead. Yeah. And I have a easy way to say, oh, I can't make it. And I guess that's using something for evil, but you know, <laughs> it is what it is. It's on my list anyway. But you realized. <laughs> That this quality time with your immediate family was so enjoyable. It's more beneficial to and us. I, yeah. I think, I mean, I'm 40 now and you're about to be. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you know what I'm getting at. Like you reach a point in your life where you prioritize your time. Yes. Oh, 100%. I, I yeah. don't want to put it into such terms that I'm going to do something only if I truly want to. But in some ways. I'm kind of going to do something. I mean, I'm. That it also, I guess, has made me think about what are the things that I really want to spend my time and effort doing. Right. And a lot of those things are with my kids or with my close friends. Sure. But not necessarily with my friends that I see once a year and don't actually care about. You know what I mean? Or they're not even friends at that point. They're just acquaintances. But, you know, my husband always gave me a hard time. Like I overplan things. And part of that is I don't do it as much anymore. We just have so many things with three children and our crazy schedules. Right. I don't say yes to as many like, oh, so-and-so said we should come do this. Because if I don't really want to and I'm not really going to enjoy myself and our kids aren't like, you don't oh, yeah, want to go all the way in on that. Then I'm not doing it anymore. Like yeah. I'm reevaluating the things that I want to say yes to. Yeah. You know, and That's if it's good. people that my kids don't even know, then I'm probably not going to say yes. Yeah. If my kids don't know you because we haven't seen you in however right. long, like, right. like my kids know your kids. Like they know yeah. the people that we spend time with on a reg- relatively regular basis. But like... If you've never met my kids, then and it's not like you live in another state or something. Obviously, like um, our friend from college came in and I haven't seen her in two years. So we went out to lunch. But if you live within a half an hour of my house and I haven't seen you and my kids don't know you, the odds of me saying, yes, I'm going to go spend some time with you are pretty uh, low. Aren't Yeah. You're not on the top of my priority list. Well, and (laughs) it's not. It's not terrible to take into consideration your kids' desire yeah. to be around whoever right? you're going to make plans with. They're old enough now that, like, yeah. I'm not forcing them to go. Well, I don't force them to hug anybody, but like, I'm not forcing them to go and spend time with people that 
I mean, if my kids didn't want to go to your house last week and swim in your yeah. pool because they don't like playing with your kids, sure. we wouldn't, wouldn't have go. come. Yeah. I mean, no. I don't, you know, what Agreed. do you want me to say? Yeah. My son is almost 11. Yeah. If there's some semi-reasonable explanation, mm-hmm. maybe he doesn't relate because they're younger. Maybe sure. he just doesn't want to. Totally. I get it. Yeah. I would just say, you know what? He's not, not really f- feeling it. Yeah. I'm not going to shove him in the car I'm, to do this. I'm not going to force man. them yeah. or myself yeah. to spend as much time with people that, like, I don't enjoy your company. And I feel like previously if someone invited us to something, I had a more, like, oh, we should probably try, mm-hmm. you know? And now I'm like, if I really just have no desire to spend time with you, just won't. I'm not going to. Like, I don't mm-hmm. have that... I don't I'm I'm reprioritizing things in my life of what's actually important. Absolutely. And I think that that's just a different mindset than it was before. Yeah. Definitely. So, and I, I get that. I think totally. that's a positive thing. Yeah. So. I think <laughs> I think examining your life and what makes you happy is definitely right? a positive thing. Yeah. <laughs> the only other th- well one of the only other things that I actually liked our unique experiences. So, like, we went to a concert that was, like, drive-in style. Oh, so yeah. So, we I've, sat in the back of the truck, this. and they played on a stage and on Jumbotron, and it was really cool, you know? So, like, some different unique that things cool. like that that just didn't happen before because there was no need for it. But mm-hmm. I was like... This is this is fun. Like yeah. even if we it was it was normal times. If it's now, like I would still do that. Like it's something different and unique to to do. Well, even patio dining. I'm not oh, a yeah. huge outdoor mm-hmm. eating fan, sure. but I will say that when I was when we were going through a period where there really was no other option, yeah. and I don't want to say oh because I didn't have a choice, but. I had times where I really enjoyed Mm -hmm. being outside. The weather was nice. Yes. And you were with your family. Mm -hmm. And I really enjoyed having a pizza or whatever. It was nice. Yeah. It was nice. And I like those experiences that I would definitely not have had otherwise. I guarantee you. It kind of forced us to try new things or try different things different things that maybe we wouldn't have before yeah um so many more movies are still streaming very quickly Uh, online like like very fast so you might not be able to see something at home in the first few weeks but like within a month half of them are already somewhere streaming i know so it's like oh okay i didn't get a chance to go to the movies oh but look it's here i can just get it on hbo max right and that's yeah very convenient and and nice because with us like sometimes we don't have the chance to like go on a date night and we don't you know and we don't want to just sit and fall asleep and watch the same thing we've watched over and over again you know so yeah it's nice to be able to say oh great i can watch this movie or we can even plan it half the time it says oh it's in the theaters this day it's in streaming a month later you can be like like, all right on the calendar we're gonna watch this movie this night we've done that we've totally done that and we've done you know at home date nights because we can you know we can order food that we like and we can watch Mm -hmm. a movie that we want to and we can do it all from the comfort of our own home when the kids go to bed that's pretty good that's pretty good so, and you enjoy each other's company, which is really the which key. Which is great. Yeah. Like last week we tried to go on a date night and our oldest was just not having it. So we actually got mm-hmm. halfway there and the babysitter's like, do you have to come home? And we were like, all right. But, you know, we have more flexibility in that. Okay, great. The kids are in bed. 
let's still do something just the two of us that yeah. we do enjoy yeah. and not, you know, just the same thing over and over again. So I've I've definitely I asked my husband this question. He's like, nothing. There's a net negative to this I'm whole sure thing. And I was like, that was same. not the point. I get that if you're looking at the overall, I'm asking you to pull out the little glimmers of light I know. that are positives out of this. I think we did that. I think we did a really good job So with Mr. That. Negative, not so much. <laughs> but I personally feel like there are some positives that came out of yes. this. Yes. I will say... To kind of echo Brandon's feelings <laughs> a little bit, uh, there was a time during this mm-hmm. when traffic was <gasps> much, so much better. better. Yes, I and agree with that. That goes along with your whole like work from home thing. Yeah. It was such a blessing. I live about 35 to 40 minutes away from my job. Yeah. In the car. Mm-hmm. And... There were times where I got to work in 30. Oh, and yeah. I know if if you don't drive like that every day, you probably don't think there's much of a difference. But it's five minutes each way is 10 minutes each day yeah. is almost an hour. No, I week. get it. When I when there was nobody in my office, like it was like five of us out of oh, 1,200. Man. I mean, like the warehouse was always there, but our office was dead. I mean, it was pitch black when I got in in the morning. But there was no traffic. I mean, it takes me a good 45 minutes, maybe mm-hmm. longer to get to work. Mm-hmm. But there's some days that I made it in like 35 minutes. Isn't that great? Because there was nobody. Like, yeah. I didn't see barely any cars. And I was like, this is amazing. And I then know. people started going back. And now I'm sitting in traffic on oh, 290 West trying to get on its stupid it's ramp. worse than ever before, you guys. <laughs> so much. I there's so much it. construction on that's my That's part of the problem. There's so much construction literally everywhere I go. I think that's another thing is that there wasn't as much. They took True. a break yeah. because just like anyone, yeah. jobs yeah. were in flux. And yeah. they probably yeah. didn't have people out there. True. Now it's and full swing. Literally. Oh, it's like we're making up for lost time. Yes. There's the construction exit, everywhere. My exit on the highway is closed mm-hmm. for like three more months. Ugh. And I like my will to live when I drive home is like right. almost non-existent. Yeah. I just like could barely survive it. <laughs> we uh, at work. So we're on a there's one road to get to my job. Like yeah. it's in front. It's a frontage road off the expressway. Right. OK. They're building ramps mm. onto and off of that it's literally called county line road yeah and they're going to block off one side to get to my work so there's road here here literally one way in that's it there's one road that's the only way Mm. to get to work Mm. there's literally 1200 people that go to that building if we're all in the office so we're not but there's at least 900 maybe eight eight ish hundred people that have to get there every day okay Mm -hmm. they're shutting down half of the way to get in because of these ramps I'm like, I don't want to go. No. <laughs> I don't want to go I at all. Have been I'm going to have to add like a good 15 minutes to my commute Just to go to around yeah. because I have to go past it and come back now. Oh my goodness. I'm so upset about this. That I Anyways, totally that's feel not your the point pain. of our discussion, but this is what Brandon it, would be talking this about is if totally, he was here we're, today. We're channeling my husband. Sorry. Everybody. But it was it was very nice when we weren't in the midst of of traffic. That was that was better. Yeah, the break from construction and traffic was awesome. Yes, I was I, I was enjoyed it very much. I was a fan. All right, we're gonna drink chill wave. All right, we just gotta chill a little bit, guys. Yeah. Uh, Imperial IPA. This is their double IPA. Nine percent ABV. 
That's double. hefty for a double. Yeah, even yeah, for even a double. For a double that's it's big. it's uh, inspired by the North Coast Surf community. So I have no idea. I've never had this. So I uh, I have not either. I'm intrigued. And we shall see. That's a whole lot of bubble right there. Yeah, you got some foam in yours, That's friend. A lot of foam. Got a lot of head here. Ooh, look at that color. It's very amber. This is super unique. Yeah. All right. I expected, you know, yellow or even maybe yeah. a little bit hazy. I wasn't sure. I hadn't looked at the can yet to see yeah. if it was. Mm. It is neither of those things. It, it is, is not yellow. It is not I don't hazy. even know what a North Coast community <laughs> inspired IPA is. <laughs> Okay. It's... Let's drink an Imperial IPA, shall we? Let's give it a shot. Mm. I gotta get to oh, my head. Oh, yeah. Okay. 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 So, I'm gonna I'm gonna be willing to be corrected on this. <laughs> back in the day, back in my early craft beer days, mm -hmm. I used to drink a lot of Three Floyds. Oh, yeah. And they had... Obviously, zombie dust, which is something that, and it's not an imperial. So follow me, no, no, no. guys. Just hold on. <laughs> uh, I used to drink a lot of zombie dust, and zombie dust was great. And anyone who's anyone will tell you that when zombie dust was in its prime, it was just perfect. Oh no, when it was fresh and you got it from the brewery it, and you just picked up a case, it yes. was like fruit off the vine. Mm -hmm. It was Agreed. so good. That's what that's what I started on really was yeah. zombie dust. Yeah. Yeah, me too. If you really want to get down to it. Obviously I drank from other breweries before them, but sure. I think my first real love might have been zombie dust. Mm -hmm. And they had a beer Three Floyds had a beer called Arctic Panzer Wolf. Oh my gosh, I forgot yeah. about that. Holy cow. And I think I think Arctic Panzer Wolf was an Imperial oh, IPA. Okay. And I'm gonna look it up right now while we're talking so I can check my Imperial IPA is typically around eight eight percent ABV, so it's a little higher. I was right. And it says Imperial. It's Imperial. <laughs> and it's like a medium straw to medium amber color. Mm -hmm. Uh with hop and flavors and aromas that are high but not aggressively bitter which i think is a pretty good depiction of this like it's this a is... strong flavor yeah um on the the end actually isn't as much bite to me it's more of an upfront yeah i agree so you get that little kick from the high alcohol mm -hmm. kind of at the forefront rather than at the tail end Whereas, like on the IPA, the the regular IPA, you get the hoppy yeah. bite at the end. But yes, I just looked up Arctic Panzer Wolf, you guys. I'm very excited <laughs> to tell you that I was right. <clears throat> nice. And this nice. is the same style. And I haven't had an Arctic Panzer Wolf in oh my gosh. probably a decade. So it, I'm yeah. very excited that I was right about I that. I definitely have not. <laughs> yeah. It's been a very long time. But it's been a very long time since I've had an Imperial IPA. Me too. Which is different than a double IPA. It is, yeah. So I'm I'm pleasantly surprised. This is really good. I think I strayed away from Imperial IPAs for a while because they're so strong. They are very strong. Uh that that is is definitely yeah. accurate. 
Um, but this, it's a good, you know, and maybe not all the time, but definitely once in a while, this is a pretty solid, uh, yeah. this, I, I don't, I don't regret the decision. <laughs> Me neither. That. This was the right choice. <clears throat> I feel good about it. I'm glad that we went from the regular one to the Imperial. Yes. Always a good choice. Oh, well, yeah, clearly. Uh, but they're both good in their own way too, just because this isn't, you know, <clears throat> I said, oh, I've got two IPAs, but one's this, one's that, you know. This is a perfect depiction of how IPA isn't an IPA isn't an IPA. Oh, like, absolutely. There are so many different styles within an IPA yes. that have completely different aromas, different tastes, all very different. So if you don't like one IPA, that does not mean anything. That means you don't like one IPA. Right. You know, and... Well, my brother feels that way. My brother would love... Tropicoastal, but he would not like Chill yeah. Wave. I guarantee it. Which is which is fine. They're very different, even under an IPA umbrella. Yes, I personally like both. Um, obviously, I could drink more of the first one. It's definitely more of a drinkable because it's sure. a less ABV, yeah. not as strong. But I mean, they both have their place, you know. Yep. So I'm I'm still happy with with both of these. I think that. <laughs> I'm very glad we went for comfort beer tonight. Comfort beer. I'm I very love happy it. about that. I am too. This is exactly what I needed. Me too. All right, great. Thanks for joining us, you guys. Yeah. And thanks for joining me, Lauren. Yeah, thanks, everybody. Have a great rest of your day. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the latest musings from Parenting by the Pint. Be sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts. Have a great week, and cheers to you all. <laughs>